Hello and welcome to the number one podcast on the internet. Check it, facts, don't at me. Number one, Movies Are Real is the podcast that you are listening to right now. We, month, Movies Are Real, that is, the number one podcast on the internet. Hosted Killed by me. More, by the way. As Killed you all it. know. <laughs> yeah, as everyone knows. Hosted by me, George Cruz, and Ryan Lance. Say hi, Ryan. Hello, Ryan Lance. What's your statement as as the co-host of the number one movies podcast, or just podcast in general? This podcast cures my depression. Bam! Put it on the box. <laughs> and Carrie. Uh, this podcast makes my depression much, much worse. Oh dear! Oh dear! Mixed reviews. Mixed reviews for the number one podcast. Three stars. What are you gonna do? We are a monthly movies podcast where we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to next month. This is the episode for August 2K17 in what I thought was going to be a pretty slim month because it's the end of the summer, really. And so now we're sort of in the dead zone where there's some things, but not it, a un- lot of big stuff. Until Oscar season, there's nothing really big. And even that stuff, you only it only comes up after word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me, we never saw that. Uh, cool, what was it? Oh my god! I just had and I forgot about it. Never mind. I'll probably, I'll probably come back to me. Okay. Um, but Let's yeah. Talk about the first and most important movie of August. Right, a pretty big one. So, this movie feels like it shouldn't exist, and I mention that every time, not because I don't think the subject, like the source material, is good, but because it's had of a rough history actually becoming a thing. And the thing we we're talking about is the Dark Tower based on Stephen King's anthology of books about the gunslinger. And they're called... Uh, is it called like Dark the, Tower? Or Gun- the, the Dark Tower is the series, and the first book is called The Gunslinger. Right. Uh, and so how many books of this are there, Carrie? Oh, you... uh, I think there's like eight-ish. Okay. Are you a fan of these particular I Stephen King read, books? I, haven't, I really like Stephen King. I haven't read these books yet. I have the first one. It's one of those things, because Stephen King has his overarching universe and a lot of it ties into the dark tower so like you'll be i've heard anyway you'll be reading the dark tower and characters from other of his works will show up so i want to read a bunch of stephen king and then do the dark tower have that be the icing on the cake yeah it's supposed to like tie everything together oh yeah the, the dark tower from people who like really like stephen king and read the series like they said like it's one of his like the best things he's done mm-hmm. but there's a point like it's a long series and also there's a point where it, it kind of goes weird because Stephen King had some actual life stuff that like kind of changed how he wrote and he kind of finished it off real quick at least that's what I've heard from people who uh, enjoy Stephen King and the Dark Tower but that doesn't matter because we're here to talk about the movie adaptation the hour and a half long <laughs> movie adaptation about the Dark Tower and I don't know how long the Dark Tower books are from but knowing I, Stephen King they're, they're probably big. thick they're, as hell they're I heard from somewhere this is like a continuation of that. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. It's not like a uh, And like from what I've seen of the book, I don't like, I haven't read the books, but it feels very like of its own, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Just because, okay, so the plot of this movie, in case. So this kid, I don't remember his name, but this uh, little kid. Jake. Jake. It's also been a while since. It's also been it's, a while. Yeah, I'm looking at the IMDb page right now. Right? <laughs> this kid, this kid Jake, um, he's having all these dreams and nightmares about this dark tower and this man of black, Matthew McConaughey himself, killing children since, I don't know, he was created in a lab. And then eventually he is being sought after by these people, and he eventually runs into uh, 
Ibris Elsa, the gunslinger himself, baby. Rolling. And they go on an epic adventure to stop Matthew McConaughey. Is the goal to reach the Dark Tower? No. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is harnessing the power of a bunch of children's minds there's this big tower at the middle of several universes basically and, and if Matthew they destroy McConaughey the tower using the children that he's abducting he's sucking their brain power and shooting it at the tower and trying to destroy it thus toppling des- all the universes if they destroy the basically. tower then all the darkness and monsters come yeah out. there's like a there's like a force field sounds like a very basic ass plot yeah yeah, kinda, kinda. yeah. Sounds like uh, the classic, like sort of blockbuster cliche. Like, there's a giant fucking hole in this, in the fucking <laughs> that's gonna bring like the alien people or whatever the hell. That's pretty accurate. This um, movie. Yeah. So this kind of sounds like a pretty open and shut like action adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it even ends with like a they're gonna continue on yeah. with their adventures. Which is weird because of what the kid goes through at the movie. Yeah. Like, he sees his, like, his mom die and his stepdad die. Yeah, and it's... Dead. But yeah, the... I don't... You didn't see this, right? I, I can't didn't. Remember. But the thing... You did miss that one much. Okay. But the thing I feel like... I feel like this movie got made... Maybe I'm being too kind and optimistic. Because I feel like there was a wanting for Idris Elba to take this role and really make this movie sort of his. Yeah, uh, there's supposed to be a TV series. That's I mean, that makes more sense. That makes more sense for any Stephen King book, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and, and there are great, there's a great track record for TV series. On <laughs> Stephen King TV series. Uh, uh, the Langoliers. <laughs> uh, about uh, the Shining. Yeah, made the for Shining. TV the real one, according, the to, <laughs> according to Stephen oh. King. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting that the the series of books that's so beloved has sort of produced at least. From what I've seen, the consensus and like you guys not really remember anything has made this movie. It's kind of forgettable. It's just kind of an action yeah. movie. Yeah, it's very yeah. generic and it tries to be horror, but it doesn't work. I don't remember ever feeling like any like sense yeah, of dread. Yeah, like there's there's a part where he's uh, the kid is looking for something. He stumbles upon a portal into this universe, <laughs> okay. but it's inside this like creepy house that oh, like yeah, comes ha- to life and almost eats him. And it's very jump scarish and weird, but I don't know. Uh, it felt like this movie was a little too heavy-handed with all of the Stephen King. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. drove me crazy! It made me think of uh, the new Ghostbusters movie because um. I thought they were funny when I was watching it, but then I was like, uh, "Why were those there, though?" Because like there was a picture of the Overlook on one of the dude's uh, desks, mm. and then there was a Saint Bernard walking down the street, and then the worst one was when the they... action just stopped and like, what's that? It's a carnival. Oh, and it just says <laughs> and it's Pennywise. Pennywise's carnival. He's like, is this a theme park? No, it's some old uh, thing that used to be here. Oh, that's a theme park. Or there, there is a certain code that they had to remember for the portal. Oh and he yeah, was like, remember this number, and it was fourteen oh eight. I left so hard. <laughs> so this is the most important was, number in the I history mean, of the universe. Like, it's funny to be like, oh yeah, Stephen King. Oh yeah, Stephen King. But like, that really doesn't, takes that doesn't it. make the doesn't make the movie better. <laughs> it's a real bummer that there's also a lot of scenes where like it's slow-mo gunshots and he yeah. like just barely makes the shot it's like whoa, whoa. there's the part where like reloads the gun mid-air and he's like boo, that's boo. pretty cool it is probably yeah but i've also seen that a thousand times yeah it's well, very you know... underworldy 
It's very under. Well, I haven't seen those movies, so. <laughs> it is the most cynical fucking shit that some executives or producers got together and realized that, yo, Stephen King's got a shit ton of books. Let's make a cinematic universe out of that. Yeah. Got it. Get him. Sold Well, it. I mean, like, Stephen King was already making his, like, literary yeah, universe literary, yeah. within, within his own work. So they were just like, I mean, sure, that, this that works. works. <laughs> All the work's been done already. <laughs> Really excited for We just math. gotta really just nail this movie. Fuck! Oh, yeah. It just elbows like, look at that truck. That's got a weird face. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about the Dark Tower? No. It is extremely Matthew sad. McConaughey was awesome, right, Ryan? No. Like, I thought I thought he was funny. Yeah, but he wasn't he plays, supposed to be funny. I know, but he plays like the my favorite kind of villain is the overly theatrical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a villain. It's like, I'm going to kill all these children. All right, all right, all right. It's so funny. With that. Anyway, let's talk about another. Speaking of killing children. Hell yeah. I was going to go with forgettable movies. Oh, yeah, that works too. Annabelle Creation. Creation. Yep. The sequel to... um, It's the the sequel to... It's a prequel to the prequel of the sequel of the prequel. So set in the Conjuring the prequel, extended it's universe. The prequel of the prequel. So yes, this is a prequel slash sequel to Annabelle, which is a prequel slash spinoff tie-in. Of I the know Conjuring. what you're thinking. Didn't the last Annabelle explain the origin of Annabelle? Motherf- <laughs> Not yes. Enough. So okay. but we could do it better. Before we go really into it, I completely forgot that this was a prequel. I didn't know what. I didn't know it was going to directly tie in. It's to called Annabelle. creation, yeah. and then. I am sorry, but then the ending was happening, and I was like, son of a bitch, that <laughs> movie sucks. Movie. <laughs> that yeah, movie exactly. sucks so bad. And, and I remember telling- But it was like Rogue One. Remember that? How it just ended? Where- right. um, I, I, before we saw this movie, I remember talking to some people, and they were like, oh, I didn't see Annabelle. Should I see that? And I was like, no, skip that. That thing sucks. And then at the end of this movie, it goes directly into Annabelle, and if you hadn't seen Annabelle, it'd be really confusing. And I was like, oh, shit. I <laughs> led some people astray. <laughs> To be fair, I think this movie is way more enjoyable than Annabelle, but not Well, by- in the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited to get into it, so let's get into it. So yes, this is uh, the sort of tie-in to a prequel to Annabelle, uh, and we are in this sort of, I, I was going to say like orphanage, but not really. Uh, we're- oh, yeah, it's like an orphanage. It's, it's like- it just started as an orphanage. Well, right. the the... the- parents of annabelle right which is a little girl they call her b at first you know it's not revealed that she's annabelle until the end they call her b yeah that was a real fucking shock yeah it was really shocking that the ghost (laughs) was annabelle the whole time what (laughs) right so the the father of annabelle is a toy is a doll maker he makes the annabelle dolls obviously they're not possessed or crazy i mean they still look pretty terrifying Uh, you think over all the years the doll like the worn is what made it terrifying no. But no, no it's it always it's just this, always scary. You're like, there we go. Yeah, this but- is frightening. <laughs> this this screams companionship. Look, this is something I want to trust. Look, the thing about the animal doll, and I'm sorry. Also, oh, okay. this goes into like a side bit. Okay. Oh, wow. The doll is so like purposely scary that I don't find it scary. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, totally. It looks like a fucking like, I've seen house the prop. stills of like the Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, that's the real one. And like seeing the pictures of just a Raggedy Ann doll in a box with the words stay the hell away from this evil Raggedy Ann doll. <laughs> That's fucking weird, right? Because yes, it's the I most mean, gentle looking doll I ever. like Raggedy Ann, though. 
Exactly. That's why it uh, works. That's why, that's why that bit works. But this doll it doesn't work for me just because it always looks like it's about to kill you. Anyways, there's like this sort of uh, Catholic orphanage. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, it think seems all like they're. orphanages at that time were. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so Annabelle, the girl, dies in a. Very hilarious. It really was. You know the end. You I'll know the pick it up. You know. Bam! You know the ending to Mean Girls or that bit in Mean Girls where <laughs> imagines Regina George getting hit by the school bus. Oh. That's how Annabelle dies. And then a hard cut Annabelle creation. I'm guys. Her name is B. We don't know that yet. Uh, and oh then we God. fast forward to the orphanage getting to the house and they're staying there and then spooky stuff happens and then it appears. Well, I guess. I think I'm getting. I was gonna say how the whole Annabelle thing works. At least the spirit behind Annabelle. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyways, uh, one of the girls. Uh, I don't remember her name. Main girl, but she's played by she's uh, in- Lulu Wilson. You may know her from uh, Ouija. Ouija, the Origin of Evil. The one people say is better. It's it pretty good. It's better, but that's they that's tried true. with that movie. They uh, tried. Sure. But anyways, the girls. Fucking go into B's room, uh, and then they find the doll. And well, to be fair, they find like a key right. that leads to a room that's covered with Bible pages. Right. It's like, what's this doll doing in here? Hey, to be fair to them, they try to do- leave that doll alone, but it's a movie and it's contrived. Look- so I was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Look, man, they should just left the house, like seal the doll away and just leave a certain orphanage somewhere else. You don't need. Why would, you, why would you let orphans into a house that has a demon doll? They're little girls. They're going to fucking explore no matter what you say. And plus, the doll had the power to unlock the doors. So, like, it's not like, geez, what the fuck is his problem? He's an idiot. <laughs> I don't know, man. girls in this house that's already fucked up. Anyways, I don't feel like there is a lot to talk about. I mean, so, like, right. They go exploring. They find the doll. Yep. Doll's, doll's evil. evil. Doll's, doll does evil stuff. It's possessed by actual Satan? Uh, I don't know. I think, I, I, think I would have to refer to the historical text that is Annabelle's, 2014's Annabelle, to probably understand that. There's probably a point <laughs> I, I where they mention like it's a. Uh, I feel like in that movie they said it was the devil himself, and that could uh, just be... That could just be, like, religious I, text talk or, like, nun talk. It could talk. be, but still, that's interesting that, like, Lucifer from the Bible is now in this doll. Mm. I'd imagine Lucifer to be more cooler and more powerful than that motherfucker. Well, he had no choice but that doll. I guess. <laughs> but anyways, the girl from Ouija, her best friend gets possessed by the, the demon in the doll or Lucifer, whatever the hell. She does have polio. Yes, she has polio. Because every child in a horror movie has to have some sort of affliction. Although uh, I feel like in this movie they did that a little better than most. Although Yeah, I think it was pretty well done. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. And then scary stuff happens, and there isn't really anything significant, and there isn't really any bits of horror that stick out. As I just in, remember like, the in the conjuring. beginning when they toured the house, they pretty much like, "Hey, look at that weird thing over there. That's gonna be real scary later, am I right? <laughs> that dumb waiter, that uh, slow uh, oh, chair yeah. on the dumb waiters, the dumb waiter <laughs> and the chair on the, the uh, scarecrow, uh, the scarecrow, Ooh. all those classic bits. They'll be coming back later." <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then so they try to the get... Well. Oh, the well. The well, right. <laughs> And I, I have a hard time remembering how they defeat Annabelle in this one. They don't. She gets away. Oh, well, yes, obviously, because we, we have to get to Annabelle. The, 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 the nun uh, throws a rosary around the little girl and 
checks her into the closet and right. throws a bookshelf in front of the door. Which is really, it seems like a lot easier. Like, you think they'd be a little bit more dramatic, but they really just put her back in the little yeah. cubby hole with all the pages of the Bible surrounded. Like, and then all right. she escapes, right? And then she yeah, escapes. she like burrows out the back and then becomes Annabelle and then gets adopted by the neighbors from the Annabelle movie. She repossesses then, the girl with polio, right? No? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah yes. the polio girl. And she introduces herself as Annabelle, and then she gets adopted by the neighbors from the first movie. Right. The first Annabelle. And then, there, and then the main characters from Annabelle somehow got the same possessed doll. Well, because they're neighbors with them. Oh, no. no I know. Uh, I can't remember. This is the future. I'm sorry. I can't remember that, Annabelle. That, well, they, they did say the line that that guy's dolls were really popular, so he uh, might have made a lot of those dolls, and they just happened to have another one. And if she was a doll collector, she would come across that doll. I You're understand that, but in the, the movie, the movie opens... Not, I don't think it's the same doll. The movie opens like, up not with the him making doll. the doll. Same brand. He makes the same yeah. doll. He names it number one. So that's the first doll. Yeah. And then, like, it seems from the course of the movie that the death happens immediately afterwards, and then they put the spirit into the doll. Why would you want to make other dolls that look like who, what you think is your daughter? I don't know. So that's why I think it's the exact same doll. Mm. You don't see him shipping out other dolls, which would have been a cool scene if you just saw, like, a wall of anime dolls. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. But no, I am firm on that's the exact same doll that <laughs> happens right. to show up in the future, because there's no real evidence saying that there's more than one doll. And... But I mean, it, the doll at that point isn't evil anymore because it's because the demon is inside the girl. That's a good point. But she's then, inside the girl, and then she breaks. It wouldn't into, be until she, she breaks, dies. She, yeah, she breaks into the to the uh, parents' family's house, yeah, right, adopted and, family's house. Uh, she slits her own throat. And that point, the demon would the go doll. back into the back doll. Back into the same she's like, doll. I like your doll. Back into the same doll <laughs> she was in before. Right. Great movie. That's really. I'm not saying it's good. My <laughs> favorite, my favorite scene in the movie is when the, L- Lulu Wilson's character shot the potato button, shot oh, the yeah, potato that, at Annabelle, that, that pretty, that and then <laughs> it cuts like what do that, and then it cuts back it's to Annabelle, and Annabelle doll is staring her down. Yeah. That is that was so fucking. That funny. was amazing. <laughs> Lulu Wilson is very good. Yeah, she's like very she's good. a good I kid like actress. Yeah, uh, I thought she was good in Ouija as well. One of my least favorite <laughs> scenes in this movie, and it's also the after credit scene <laughs> that completely derails the movie, is when um, the nun the nu- is the nun the nun who's in charge of the nursery. She's showing one of the girls or someone. She's showing her, like the. I don't dad, think I, might, I don't think I stayed around for the after credit. This is a scene. This is a scene in the movie where she shows um, a girl. Um, the photo? photo from her nun, uh, nun days, uh, and she's like, "What's that over Who's there? That the demon-looking one." Is like, I have you had know? this photo for years, and I've never, <laughs> never noticed, noticed this demon right there. <laughs> Crazy, right? Weird. Well, we'll have to figure that out in the next one. And then in the after credit scene, it's just cuts to like uh, the church. It says the date, and then it's just pound. Uh, uh, the camera is panning down the hall, and you just see the demon nun. It fades to black. Yeah. Uh, its name is Valak. Oh. Don't you remember that from The Conjuring? No, I really don't. It was don't. in the background subtly throughout the entire movie, and I was like, what the fuck is Valak? And then they were like, we need to know its name, and I was like, why hold would, on. Why would, Valak, Wait. why would Valak hide its name in the background of scenery? Because. If that's, because the name is what, like, lets her defeat the it, The Conjuring right? 2 was a good movie. Mm-hmm. 
Some would call it one of the best movies of 2016. I would not. Oh, well. You know, there's not much to say about Annabelle Creed. I, for some reason, was more hopeful about this one. Uh, it's not it, It's not as bad as Annabelle, I think, but no, it's not. it's I mean, still very cliche. It's... It doesn't really do anything or interesting like The Conjuring would. Um, the director's still a cool dude. I do like the dude. I, do don't, I still don't like either of his feature-length films. They're both lame. I don't know. I like this one. Out of all the Conjuring movies, I think I like this one the most just because there's a lot of funny shit in it that's not intentionally <laughs> funny. The potato scene. The potato scene. funny. I forgot really about that scene. The other, the other Conjuring movies don't really have scenes that, like... It's not supposed to be funny, but like it is, and I like that in like these kind of old school cheesy horror uh, movies. I don't know. I don't understand why you don't like The Conjuring. It's not that scary or. They, but they're good. Anyway, but they're good That's all I have to say about Animal Creation. I kind of wish I didn't see it. I got nothing from watching it. Yeah, uh, I got a just fun experience of. <laughs> losing our shit laughing at a little girl being hit by a car in a packed theater. I feel like this is... Because I was sitting next to Greg and we both just fucking died. I don't understand why. I feel like there was another movie that did the exact same thing last... We talked about it last month, I think. Uh, It was uh, Wish Upon. It ended with the girl getting hit why by a car. Why is this a thing? Like, I, like <laughs> so Mean Girls came out funny. in 2003. Oh, like, it's not... So funny. That's some... Some Final Destination shit. Or, or oh, in uh, when's that reboot in, coming? Insidious God, Three, when so. the girl gets hit by the car out of nowhere. <laughs> that? I don't remember anything. Uh, that was too. so funny because she, because she does her, she fails her audition, and then she's standing outside and she sees the guy like waving, and then she gets boom hit by a car, and then her legs are broken the whole movie, and then there's that part That's the bit uh, where she's like busting her cast on the bed frame, and she's like, I'll be waiting in the dark until. And the dad's like, like I understand the last part of that sentence. And, and the dad from Office Space is like, oh, I didn't finish the TPS reports. Insidious 3 was 2014, 15? 2015. I don't know. Anyways, moving the on. The next one comes out in February or January, I hear. There's another Insidious coming out? Yeah, Insidious uh, Chapter 4. I, still I like feel like that movies. hot, that heat is gone. I never, I don't like any of I like one, but... And I like parts of one. I like how fucking bizarre it is. One is good until until they go into the further. Then it gets stupid. I just like it. (laughs) Look, man, they're very funny. I'll I'll give you that. All right, George. We'll talk about a movie that you you saw. Yes, I saw it like a month and a half ago now. It feels like a long-ass time since I've seen it. But yes, Ingrid Goes West. uh, It was the sort of movie that we talked about that at least I hoped. I guess I don't know if we talked about it, but... I'm a big fan of Aubrey Plaza, and I feel like she has, apart from Safety Not Guaranteed, she hasn't really been giving a vehicle movie where she can actually shine and, like, act. She voiced the grumpy cat. And she was in Bad Grandpa. Well, she really wanted to have sex And she was in the to-do list. Uh, She really wanted to... Oh, I forgot about the to-do list. Yeah, to-do. I do not Wedding like that movie. Oh, my God. But anyways, she was giving these, like, really shitty roles. Uh, and I just really wanted to see a movie with, like, like make a movie, like, around Aubrey Plaza or, like, a character that she can really just fucking give her all. And I think Ingrid Goes West is that movie. Um, it is a movie. The, the trailers don't really explain what it's about. Um, but it's pretty much she plays a character who's sort of a stalker. She stalks people on, like, Instagram and then, like, kind of, like, makes herself become friends with them. Inserts herself into their 
Yeah, and I never thought about it. Like once people like started watching, I was like, "Yeah, it's a really good movie," but the stalker stuff is kind of uncomfortable. And I was like, "I can see that because it gets pretty too real at points, but it's played as a dark comedy, and I think they do it pretty well." Uh, because, well, I guess I, I don't know. I can t- I, I guess I know with the perspective of like it's a stalker movie about a stalker doing the stalker stuff, and she's very good at the stalker stuff, and it's like textbook stalker stuff. Um. But yeah, Elizabeth Olsen's also in it, and O'Shea Jackson Jr. of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Um, and it's, I guess I don't really know where to go with this. I just think it's really funny. Do you guys have any questions? Because I'm kind of, I'm kind of not the really sure. The last trailer I saw kind of, like, it explained, it, explained it all. Did, okay, because yeah. I only saw that first trailer. But, and so, like, most of that movie is sort of the dark com- dark comedy bit of her trying to befriend Elizabeth Olsen. Um, but then towards the end of the movie, when things start to fall apart, which obviously they're going to fall apart, uh, it starts to get a little bit more real. Uh, it, like we learn more about the character and like how she ha- she was really close to her mom, and that was really the only f- person she had. Like she wasn't a very social person, um, and they don't really exp- like. It seems like she has like mentally she isn't stable but they don't really go into it and i guess that stuff isn't handled the best uh maybe i'm just overlooking a lot of faults with this movie uh but yeah it seems like once her mother died because like i guess her like her dead mom is still in her house i don't know it's yeah jesus uh when they start going into that stuff i think it becomes a little bit darker and i think they handle it a good but um, not like as well as it. No, now that I'm thinking about it, like the end, it's a little heavy-handed. Uh, where they try to deliver this message, like, oh, like she was a very lonely person. And I was like, yeah, okay, but like, it's still not okay that she's doing this. Yeah, they don't, and they don't really delve into like, well, like what's mentally wrong with. They just kind of blankly, like, I don't know, she's crazy. I don't know. They don't really dive into that. But I think like the bits of her trying to gained the affection of Elizabeth Olsen and O'Shea Jackson Jr., who's really good. He's got this weird Batman-like fixation <laughs> that is actually pretty well ha- handled. And f- as pop culture like joke bits go, I think it's done pretty good. I don't know. I really like Ingrid Goes West. I don't really know what else to say about it. I think it's really good. Uh, I think it is exactly what I wanted it to be. And I had a really good time with it. Do you guys have any questions about it? Because you guys didn't get to see it. Uh, no, I still want to see it. I'm still I interested. I, I agree with uh, how Audrey Plaza in movies, it doesn't, it doesn't work because I feel like the reason she works in Parks and Rec is because Amy Poehler wrote that role for her. Right. Particularly. And I feel like her sense of humor like requires that. And like those other movies, I feel like it's... Who's who's a phony actress? Oh, Audrey Plaza. That'll that'll work, right? right? That'll work. But like, I feel like you really need something that's kind of suited for her, like talents, particularly to have her really take the role and like work with it. And it's almost specifically like she has this deadpan sort of character, which I would have imagined people would have typecasted her for it, but they didn't really. They don't ever do that. Yeah. No. Maybe she uh, avoids that. Right. And I, but I think this movie handles it really well. Uh, mm-hmm. In a way that I like, I think it's the best they've done. Like uh, that deadpan sort of humor with her since Parks and Rec, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's all I got about Ingrid Goes West. There is a a movie. Speaking of movies on this list, that like one of us is super passionate. I don't know how you feel about it. I know Carrie is over the moon for this movie. Speaking <laughs> of movies about media obsession. <laughs> yeah, that, I know no, Brig- Brigsby, Bears. Brigsby Bears. 
first off, before Craig gets into it, I just want to say, I was excited about this movie. I didn't even know you knew about it, but <laughs> I was excited for it because it's directed and starring by uh, people who are in like an old YouTube comedy group back like 10 years ago, like when YouTube first right, started. Right, it was like, is it the thing that got Kyle Mooney on SNL? Yeah, it's the okay. thing that got him and the director of the movie is also a writer on SNL. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, and this is a passion project of theirs for like a while. And Carrie, okay. All I know is that there's a bear. There is a bear. And Kyle Mooney's in it. <laughs> Kyle Mooney's a funny guy. I feel like this movie is better if you don't know the plot. Like, you didn't know the plot going into it, did you, Ryan? I didn't know. I knew the idea of, like, it's about this character that Kyle Mooney plays. I'm forget. It's James, right? Yeah. James, and he's obsessed with this character, Brigsby Bear, who's yeah. from this childhood show. And he, his favorite show. And he really wants to make a movie based yeah, on this character. Yeah, because the show ends. That's as far as I knew going into this movie. Yeah. When you first go into the movie, it's clear there's a lot more to his character mm-hmm. than that. And I feel like that's what really, like, takes it to its weird places that work really well. Yeah. It takes a lot of twists in the first few... Few minutes. Few scenes, Yeah. I kind of figured out what the plot was based on the trailer, so I'd recommend avoiding the trailer. Mm. But uh, it's just a really good movie. And I related to James a lot because he is this character who is unapologetically passionate about this show that no one else really cares about. And he just uh, breathes life into this show and makes people care about it and just like it's just it's one of the nicest movies that's, yeah it's, it's heartwarming that's what you I was gonna keep say, yeah. thinking that something really like fucked up and crazy is gonna happen but it's just nice it seems genuine it's from what the, i one of the most genuine definitely like, heartwarming yeah. movies i've seen in the last it's, few years it's like when you hear like one of your like good friends like talk about something that they really love and yeah. like even though you don't get it like their excitement and passion for yeah. it like, excites you too and that's this whole movie. You're just excited for this show that doesn't exist because James just lives and breathes this world that doesn't exist. And you can really put himself in your shoes because I feel like everyone has that sort of thing or things that they're super passionate about and that they like just live and breathe. And you just give that to, you put that out in the world and sometimes people don't get it. Sometimes it takes people some getting used to. And it's all about accepting people. Yeah. It's good. I really enjoyed this movie too, it's Carrie. So nice. Not to the extent of you it's because so you were going nice. you were going crazy. <laughs> you were outside of my house just screaming, <laughs> Bear! And I, me. I don't know what it is and I don't know why because you guys invited me when you were gonna watch it, or at least when Ryan I don't know if you're rewatching it another time. Yeah. I figured since you liked it so much. But I don't know. Nothing about it speaks to me. And I don't know why. Like, watching the trailer, I didn't see much into it. I it's wanted, hard to I wanted get to watch a, it. Yeah. I wanted to watch it at some point just because I love Kyle Mooney. And it, I like Kyle and Mooney it also has well. Mark Hamill in it. Yeah, Mark Hamill's good in it. Yeah. But, you know, Carrie saw it's, it. And she went over the moon for it. And I was like, you know what? I should probably see this. Yeah. And we saw it with some people. And we were the only people in the theater. I was the oh, I was a part of the only group in the theater both times I watched it. Damn. Well, we were the Wait, only people that makes the... me so sad. No one else yeah, saw it's it weird. besides us. This <laughs> seems like a smaller movie that isn't really grabbing that much attention. Which sucks. It's good. It is very good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I especially don't know. for it's... someone who is known for like 
because his characters on SNL are all these like weird, yeah, just super it, weird things. The, it's and level, yet he really acts in this. Yeah, it's level of charm and uh, genuine characters kind of gave me the same sort of feeling as Napoleon Dynamite, because he's this like unapologetic nerd who everyone kind of dismisses at first, but then he's just he does stuff that he cares about, and there's just all these weird quirky things about him and he's just, it's such a nice movie with nice people and it takes turns and it's just a celebration of creativity and it's a celebration of getting together with your friends and doing stuff that people tell you you shouldn't be wasting time on it's like huh. his his family is like why do you care about this show you need to get on with your life and he's like this show is my life and it's just and, huh. then, and then like oh. not and then like right, that not, sold me more on a yeah, care and then not really understanding when people are like i this means so much was like no you have a problem and then yeah like, like oh, the, it's just a tv show okay thing. i get it and then so, like i get it and then like understanding how like huh. yeah that is just a tv show or that is just a piece of media or that is just a thing but it has these things have specific significance to us as people even though they are not real yeah right. That's like the whole point. Gotcha. So okay, that, so that that's makes why his sense. That makes so sense. like relatable yeah. and fun because you, it's so easy to just put yourself in those shoes with the things that you're you're passionate about yourself. Huh. All right. And there's some really fun stuff that's spoilery, but I don't want to ruin it because it's so <laughs> it's so strange. It's so strange and and funny in like a few dark ways, and, but yeah, really, but also really, hilarious. But so ways. fucking funny. <laughs> My favorite scene, and I'm not going to spoil it too much, is when he's like, how are you going to get out of here? He just busts the TV through the <laughs> there's window. A really, there's a really funny uh, quick cut to the slam cut. It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Is that all we got to say about that one? Yes. Yes. Watch huh. it. Don't, don't <laughs> right. read too much into yeah, don't, it. Yeah, don't even watch the Because the trailer doesn't even explicitly say what the plot is, but I could just like figure it out from what they did put in the trailer. I only saw, like, the very original trailer, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to see that eventually. This yeah. Scene. Well, and uh, I'll, ju- I'll also say this. There is a scene in the movie where a girl has a phone with a bear case on it, and so I relate it oh. to that very much. As you probably might not know, audio listener, my phone also <laughs> has, has a bear, bear case. case. <laughs> How long have you had that bear case? Uh, a few years. I'm not complaining. Just carry bare phone live. I was say, as long as we're recording this podcast, <laughs> that's for damn sure. So there's a neat piece of trivia for you, listener. Uh, All right, George, you added something to this list that yes, I don't know about. And I don't know how you don't know. Well, I don't know how oh, so no. many people don't know about this. Did movie. Lauren text us about Lauren this? Lauren told me yeah, about it at least. I, I, I saw the trailer in. I saw the poster that is. And um, I was, why didn't anyone text me about the anime? Movie? Because Carrie, you hate so anime. I just want I just want to watch it on your the shirt whim. says "fuck anime" right now. I was literally around the house, like I'm so goddamn fucking bored and frustrated. Uh, I was like, "Fuck it, let's go watch this movie." And it's in this corner of the world. Uh, so this movie is an anime movie. It is developed by Mappa, I believe, is the studio. Is that what I wrote down? Yeah, Mappa. Oh, uh, that is a studio that made uh, Yuri on Ice, which is a very different thing from this. Uh, so it follows this little girl who lives in Hiroshima. Uh, it starts when she's a little girl, and it follows her up to like when she's in her mid twenties. In yeah, when you think of Hiroshima, you think of the bombing World War II, and Spoilers. that's what this leads up to. Uh, so it is just sort of how her life is, and like what her family goes through, and she gets married off, and like what 
life is, I mean, yeah, you know, like, what life is like in her new family, uh, and she's sort of, she's kind of, I guess you would say, like, like her mind's always in the clouds, she doesn't always, like, think straight, like, she's like, oh, shit, I forgot to do this thing, uh, but, and, and not, like, in a, because there's a character for that, there's, like, a character type for that in anime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the ditzy not, character. The ditzy character, yeah. I was going to say Sundari, but that's completely something no, else. No, that's very different. Yeah. Um, but it's played in a very sweet I was going to ask, is this, is this more of like a and sweet comedy, or is this more Grave of the Fireflies? That's the thing. It's not Grave of the Fireflies. Like, I, I yeah. told our friend Lauren, like, oh, it sounds really sad. It was like, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of sad. It's like not Grave of the Fireflies. Stuff. And I like how that's our barometer, like, for fucking <laughs> this is, this sad is Sad shit. anime shit. Um, Grave of the Fireflies is about but World no, War II, I Terry, think... and it's about two brothers in their lives after World War II. And I don't know if you would know what happened in World War II, but a lot of Japanese people got bombed and lost their homes. Yeah, and it's really and it's fucking, fucking sad. Brutal. It's fucking brutal. Fucking oh. brutal. Uh, but Very good movie, I think that oh. I think the title of the movie kind of sets up the tone. I think when you read the synopsis, like, oh, whoa, it sounds really sad. But no, it kind of is just a optimistic view on. Life events, not well. Like the bombing is like the at the end. Like okay, like you are with these characters like before the war and then once the war. So like there's like some bombing raids and like they talk about like the soldiers and like people being drafted and all this. But it's like I mentioned this character. It's really seen through the point of view of this character, and she's sort of an optimistic person. Um, she kind of just takes every day as it is. She kind of never. It feels like it's a person who never really grew out of the sort of childlike wonder of that is life uh and the art style stuff is a really soft like almost watercolor look with very fine lines like the line work in the anime isn't i don't know if that makes any sense like it feels like they're om- it's almost not there like uh like where the color of the character is and like where like the features would be defined see i didn't know much about the story of the same i just saw like photos right. from it and i saw the art style I was like that looks very unique and defined and very pretty and, and the colors aren't very saturated so that's mm-hmm. why it makes it look like watercolor like it feels like there's a bit of like more white if that makes mm-hmm. any sense like if you were painting on a piece of paper or something mm-hmm. um but yeah it's and the thing with it is i really like it i don't have like an intense passion for it but i keep thinking about like man that was just a good movie like fuck it just felt good and the way they approached like you could say like some people could say like you are not taking these fucking events very seriously but like it's an interesting perspective like i don't know man like shit's fucked right now but if you were to make a movie on my perspective it's not like being at least not me down and gloomy all the time because if i focus on that stuff all the time it's gonna be a fucking miserable wreck and that's the sort of character's like well you know he's gotta, gotta kind of live life uh and like there's like some really like there's like one really fucked up moment and in like at the end of the movie once well actually there's like multiple moments like people like family members lose other family members and like you know it's the war yeah. it's the war <laughs> yeah um but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to find like what to compare it to, but it kind of just feels like this sort of slice of life movie um, that I really, I really enjoy. But I don't know. It, it feels like. Hmm. Do you ever like watch a movie and you feel like the subject matter and the way it's executed? Like, oh, I should like really, really love it. And I'm like, I don't know, I just think it's really good. It like, 
Yeah, I felt that way after watching um, what was it, uh, Ex Machina? Yeah, people sure. hyped that movie up a yeah, lot. For me, I, and I was like, yeah. that's really good, but I feel not. Also, Mad Max. I felt that way about Mad uh, Max. I fucking love. Mad I know. I know. Carrie, don't give what me that look. Because like, I really man. liked it, but I was like, I still feel nothing. I don't know what why. Oh, man. Carrie, calm, calm down. What the fuck? Uh, it wasn't an anime. How could I feel uh, anything? Uh, but yeah, that's all I gotta really say about in this corner of the world. I think it's a movie that some folks are sleeping on. I think it's pretty interesting, and it looks really good. And uh, I thought I saw it uh, with the Japanese with subtitles, mm-hmm. so I don't know how the dub is. But I, I mean, yeah, I, I actually now wa- watching having watched the Japanese version, I can't imagine like because it is this sort of slice of life movie, like putting you here, it would feel weird with English I dub. Think, I think definitely like with that time period, I feel yeah. like the voice like the genuine like voices and subtitles will be add some yeah uh but yeah that's all i gotta say about in this corner of the world i'm excited to own it that's another one of those movies i'm excited to own uh put that in my car wrong with your name hell yeah um, I bought your name. Well, I pre-ordered it. With that being said, oh, and me making my point for that anime movie, let's talk about another anime movie, quote unquote. Let's talk about. I can't believe every time like a movie on a like a thing they're like we're gonna make this movie like reports come in that they're making this movie is <laughs> like that'll never happen. Boom, Death Note the movie 2017. It's here. Nat Wool. Nat he's Wool. back. Hey, he's back. Hey, he's naked. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I'm so glad that his career has been furthered. <laughs> look, look, George, you didn't watch this movie. I did not watch Death Note. You movie. asked me, George. Ryan, is it worth watching Death Note? I said, I remember my exact words, lol, no. <laughs> I told George that it might be interesting to see his perspective on it, but no. I guess it wasn't worth it. <laughs> look, so, so Death Note, 2017, Adam Wingar. Director of the Blair Witch Project. Uh, not not Project, projects. Blair Witch. Oh, yeah, Blair, Blair Witch. Project. My bad. Jeez, George. You uh, and David love his movies. Uh, Maker, one of my favorite. Because one of my favorite things coming out of Death Note is people be like, was he ever a good director? <laughs> <laughs> Your Next is a very good fucking movie. The Guest is a fucking awesome movie. Okay. I'm going to say it. I've heard a lot of people say that. Anyways. That bit in VHS is really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, no. That one When it comes to Death Note. That one's actually pretty shitty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> when it comes to Death Note, the anime and the manga, it's one of my personal all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. Not only like anime and manga, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's also one of those shows that is sort of like penetrated the mainstream. Yes. Exactly. If I've watched an anime, it's a popular anime. Exactly. And it's so, like, solid and, like, easy to get into. Just short enough where you yeah. can just binge it. It's it's so perfect. I've watched it so many times. I've read it so many times. And I remember when I was fucking 13 or 14 when I heard they were originally working on this movie, and I was like, hell yeah. I'm just waiting for the other shooter job. And then I, <laughs> and then I kept waiting and waiting. I watched the Japanese movies, which are fine. I saw the Japanese live-action TV series. That was rough. <laughs> oh, boy. They turned one of the main characters into a fucking puppet, George. It was a bad show. <laughs> I think you've said that in, like, six episodes, but it's I never so... get tired of you saying it's it. It's a puppet! It's a fucking puppet! <laughs> it makes no sense! There was a musical, which I want to see. There's a Death Note musical. I mean, that makes Hold sense. On. Like, a lot of, like, weird anime and games get musicals in Japan. Exactly, and I want to see that. So, you know, going into this... 
controversy after controversy i was ready to be like you know what i'm fine for light turner and his weird uh hair and his edgy life i'm ready for a Willem new defoe's in it Willem Willem defoe, defoe. which is that, the most perfect that's casting. the perfect casting for anything ever yeah. <laughs> so i go into this i was the most i had to be one of the most optimistic people for this movie out there yeah this movie's a fucking trade wreck. Yeah, and I, I knew it was gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, but like I was surprised how like quickly into the movie you discover that. <laughs> because the movie begins with like this weird like slow motion montage with like edgy teen music. Yeah. Well and and, and the, the Death Note logo like cycles through all these neon colors and I was like, Oh, what boy. are we? Some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> and it be- and it begins and you you're introduced to Light Turner, played by Nat Wolf, and and the the controversy around this is why do you cast Nat Wolf, a white guy, playing this Japanese role? And every everything I heard was like Nat Wolf is we need him. He's made for this role. I think because like that's always the thing you hear yeah. from studios, right? Like yeah. we cast not like according I didn't to think what it they was look ridiculous. like. I didn't think it was absurd. But you don't. Cast, I don't. I haven't seen the show though. So. You don't cast according to uh, race because fuck that. Apparently, you cast according to whatever actor is just just perfect. And for some things, that makes sense. Like, um, Willem Dafoe was the Japanese death god. That's great. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I didn't <laughs> like the guy who played L that much, but I feel he like is... he did as good of a job as he could given he the was... writing they did for that character. Yeah, he was, uh, the actor was in Get Out. He was the guy who is at the party and oh, freaks out oh, when the guy takes yeah. a picture of him. I believe. I think that was the same. Anyways, Light Turner is a movie. fucking bitch. He is the most boring, inconsistently rich, inconsistently written character who's all over the place, and he's just a total idiot. And I get, I'd like the idea of a Death Note movie where the Death Note falls into the hands of this idiot and not some mad genius who's ready to right. Because that's what that's what the anime is. But like, it's like two smart people sort of like fighting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's this, like, engineering kid, and then he gets his book, and then he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a catchy god, looking actually. Ass. But, like, but Light Turner's a fucking idiot. Yeah, In the beginning of the movie, he shows the Death Note to the first girl who asks about it, and then they start dating, and it becomes a teen <laughs> there's romance a, there's a There's a montage of them, like, fucking, and then writing names in the book. <laughs> <laughs> he his also he makes no sense. His motive is he wants to eliminate crime because his mom got killed by some mobster. And then when he meets Ryuk, Ryuk was like, "Hey, you should kill someone with that book." He's like, "All right, I'll write the name of this bully." And how about he gets beheaded? Because <laughs> I don't believe this is real yet. And the bully gets beheaded. He's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then the movie goes on. And he's just an idiot. He's making nothing but, like, mistakes and stupid decisions. But yeah. the movie's treating him like he's this fucking genius. Like, Elle is like, he's so fucking smart, I can't believe it. <laughs> and then later on in the movie, when Elle, like, discovers, like, it's him, he meets him in a fucking coffee shop. And he's like, I know it's you. And Light's all, you can't prove it's me. There's nothing. He's like, well, if it is you, I know. I know all this. Well, if it was me, you'd be a fucking idiot. I'd fucking kill you, you piece of shit. I'd kill you. I'd kill fucking everyone. <laughs> I'm God! <laughs> but I'm definitely not Kira. <laughs> but I'm definitely not Kira. Like, he basically says to the guy trying to chase after him that he's the killer. Yeah. George, imagine you committed a crime. 
and like it was the best thing ever. And you can't can't wait to commit more crimes. <laughs> and a police officer comes to you and is like, "I think you did this crime." It sounds like a thing I would do if I was wrapping up an hour and a half movie. Yeah, yeah. Except <laughs> it was a lot more than an hour and a half left. Really? It's like Ugh. two and a half hours. No, it actually was. It was like an hour and forty. Yeah, I that's feel. what I thought. It seems short. Yeah, it's really rushed, and the ending is just nonsense. And I remember I was reading someone write about it, and they wrote from the perspective as if Light had... Because it ends with a sequence of events. Like, in the anime, how how Light, sorry, he does all these steps, like, in a row, and things fall perfectly into place, and you discover, as the person who he's trying to kill discovers, how he manipulated all these crazy things in order to get everything to where it needed to be, and it's like, holy shit, this guy's a genius. It ends with something like that, but it's really nonsense. It involves a Ferris wheel <laughs> crushing and, like, a random stranger, two random strangers both being at this particular location, a piece of the book just flying and happening. Falling to... into an open trash fire. Yeah. And I was reading from perspective of somebody, like, he's a mad genius. He did all this. He's pure evil. And it's like, no, he seemed like he didn't, he was panicking, and he did that, like, <laughs> at the last uh. minute. <laughs> Because, like, am I crazy? Because, like, in that last scene, he was, like, kind of crying to his father as if, like, this death note that he was given was, like, a curse to him. Mm-hmm. And that he didn't want it. And in his last confrontation with L, that's kind of what he was doing. Because L had the gun to him. Which, by the way, I hated L towards the end of the movie. He's <laughs> a crying little fucking bitch. Yeah. Which is not like L at all. Well, yeah, it felt really weird. Because... There, because obviously in the show there's a lot more buildup. And I'm not and, one of those guys uh, who's like, did this doom from the show? Well, but. I mean, like it just feels really jarring when at the beginning of the movie, L is sort of like he is in the anime, where he's like controlled and meticulous and cold. And then there's that switch, and then it's like half an hour later, he's like screaming and thrashing and, and crying yeah. and like shaking, and he's <laughs> like, like, I can't do this. It's like <laughs> also, L's on. an idiot too. <laughs> because in one of the first scenes where he doesn't understand how these killings are happening, he goes out in public and makes a threat to the killer. Yeah. Oh, is that that scene where he's in that podium and he's all Yeah. Like, and, like, mm. I remember people, like, being like, hey, that doesn't make a lot of sense why he would be doing that. I was like, well, maybe that takes place later in the movie. But no, that's one of his <laughs> first scenes. He, like, goes up to the podium and like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you fucking killer. I'm gonna kill you. Gonna... <laughs> I'll kill you right back. I'll kill you right back. <laughs> And then he comes back and he's like, you're not dead. He's like, so we know, we learned something here. I'm not dead. He's like, but you're the only one who's trying anything. (laughs) After that, everyone in the world except you gave up trying to catch this killer because no one could guess that this high school idiot is killing these people just to get some fucking poon. (laughs) This movie sucks. Also, the girlfriend's terrible. Yeah. It's, I kept thinking she was the girl from the Bye Bye Man, but she wasn't. So then I was, she was even more disappointed she, she, in this movie. She was in The Nice Guys. That's where I recognized oh, her from. She's a girl. I never saw that. It's all right. Oh, the uh, Will Ferrell movie? No. No, The Nice Guys. No, that's with you're Ryan Gos- the other guys. Uh, with uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling and oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, I didn't yeah. see that. I wanted to see that movie. It looked funny. It's pretty funny. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, is this better than the Dragon Ball movie? Probably. I, I blocked out the Dragon Ball movie. Me either. I can't remember. I made that I joke. Remember I can't remember a single thing. Theme from that movie. I should rewatch it. We should rewatch that movie. <laughs> we could have a special episode because I've never seen it. Do you even know anything about Dragon Ball? Uh, I know that there's a green man, a pickle man. Pickle and man. I know that He's not in that. Oh no! He. Oh he no! Is. He and is. And I know that there's a Fuck. giant. There's a, 
well, I mean, I don't know anything about the movie. I'm just thinking of the things that I saw while I was like channel surfing as a child, and I would see it as, and I would see anime on, and I'd be like, Bleh. and uh, I remember there's a big baby man. And... Boo, the pink guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's and... not in that. Well. <laughs> Yeah, this is I, Dragon I remember Ball. The, I remember You're the... thinking of Dragon Ball Z, you fucking not nerd, you. Oh, I, yeah, all I remember is the pickle man and the baby guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> is that all you gotta say about the I Death can, Note film? I really time? could talk about Death Note Probably. for, like, hours because there's so much I love about Death Note and there's so much wrong with this movie. Yeah. Like, it... Like, know. in the end, it's... There's so much wrong with it. It's the acting is bad the casting is terrible the writing is inconsistent and weird the t- there's no tone to the movie sometimes it's this teen romance sometimes it's this final destination-esque horror movie other times it's the detective movie that it should be and it just is and it ends with a sequel bait and it's such fucking bullshit and i imagine this is gonna do numbers because all i mean all that's all the magic i've noticed that netflix has been really advertising this movie i mean it's a big project it is a huge project probably like the it's probably the biggest movie movie project they've done yeah yeah Uh, i mean they bought it from another studio when they canceled it i can't imagine why warner (laughs) yeah warner brothers is gonna do who would cancel who who would have guessed that they canceled that um well Death Note, don't watch Would it. Would you say it was a bad time? It was. A, <laughs> it was bad. the opposite of a good time. Good Robert time. Paddington, good <laughs> He's time. He's finally back. He survived 9-11 from that one movie. Remember that one? Oh, God. Remember, remember me. Remember me. That one. Good time. Good time. Uh, this is a, well, I guess I don't know much about it from the trailers. It seems like. He's a drug lord? Nah, it seems like he's kind of just like a junkie maybe uh robert master of bits pattinson carrie can you set this movie up yeah 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 because uh, carrie's the one who saw in the, movie. the in the continuing series of movie uh, carrie going to the alamo in the early afternoon and watching movies alone in the theater i went to see good time and this movie is about robert pattinson and his mentally challenged brother and they are in some rough situations and they rob a bank and the brother gets caught and apprehended by the police and sent to jail. And Robert Pattinson has to come up with bail money to get his brother out by a certain point. So that's right. the basic setup. And it seems like, obviously, things happen in between there, but it seems it's, like it's trippy and weird. So the director of this made Heaven Knows Best, which I never saw, I never but saw I saw it. the trailers, and that movie looked buck-fucking-wild. Like, in terms of, like... <laughs> editing and uh color choices and like the way things are like strung together Mm -hmm. it seemed like fucking bananas so is yeah tell me about the structure and like um, well is it weird it seems kind of weird it it, there's some weird stuff in it it's mostly yeah there is some weird stuff but uh it's mostly just the series of events of robert pattinson getting deeper and deeper into like a web of lies and shit trying to get his brother out so like he, do you guys care if I spoil this movie? Because there's uh, one, there's one spoiler that's fucking actually hilarious. Maybe okay. There's one, there's one point in the movie where I laughed out loud alone in the theater. But basically, he's like, uh, he go, he's exhausting all these different leads trying to get the money for his brother, 
and then he gets like getting he's going from point to point trying to get his brother out of jail and it's like oh but your brother's in the hospital now oh i have to go to the hospital well now my i broke my brother out of the hospital now i have to find somewhere it's just him going 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 trying to coming up with solutions on the fly to the new problems that present himself Hmm. as he gets deeper and deeper into the shit trying to save his brother that's interesting it sounds like it sounds interesting because it seems like it has a lot of like ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs can you tell me, does this movie end happily? Does uh, it end with a good time? <laughs> uh, I mean... I should really watch Heaven Knows Best, because I'm just more yeah, interested in that really, movie. Really it's on Netflix, I know. But, um, because, I mean, it's yeah. got, it's got an okay... It's got a, it's got a ending that feels complete. Like, it's not... They it's walk, not they, sad. Okay, gotcha. But they but, don't, like, walk... I don't. I don't guess it's not. Spoiled. They don't it's walk not out of corny. The, and they don't walk out sad, of the yeah. prison holding. Oh, that was a good time. <laughs> what a crazy ride! <laughs> <laughs> I will say there is a scene. Uh, this might make you not want to watch it. George. Okay. There is a scene where uh, there's a acid tripping party, okay. and someone has a bottle of Sprite full of uh-huh. acid. I guess I don't know how drugs work, but uh, they're putting it. Because uh, is acid the one where you put on the tablets and then you put yeah. on your tongue? Okay. Right. So yes. yes, so he was do- putting the acid on this sheet of paper to then cut it yes. into yeah. this. And so, the, but the paper that they were using was a Pepe the Frog cartoon, <laughs> and I was like, huh. And then there was a Pepe the Frog. That sounds closer to Heaven Knows really Best because Heaven Knows Best, like, there's some weird shit. Yeah. Like, uh, like especially with the there's a lot of it. It. it fragments into a lot of different weird places and more he like keeps dragging people into his like he keeps like stepping on people to like try and get what he needs and he like ruins people's lives because for like yeah that's why i was wondering because from what i got like grabbed of heaven knows best it was like the story of these completely like gone like drug like homeless drug users um and it just seems like a really like angry and like crazy fucking movie because and, and manic uh yeah, I would describe this movie as and manic. fucking filthy just fucking yeah. dirty and gritty yeah. it's very gritty that would be a good way to describe um. it and it's like and there's uh one of the poll quotes in the trailer that kept coming into my mind while i was watching it where he called the someone called it a subterranean odyssey and i was like yeah that works it's just like like he, deep in the weird shit and the soundtrack is awesome. It's very synthy. I'd and I was calling so. it I was calling it Southbound Light cuz it's not like as like <sighs> as Southbound. It's more like echoey gotcha. and atmospheric and like hollow sounding. Oh but, yeah, I get. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. But I don't know. It was sounds I, cool. I, I th- it was a fun movie. I don't know if I care was, enough, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, it, it I, I didn't like love it, but it was a fun watch. Okay. It was a fun time. It was a good time. Okay. Ryan, you saw Raw. I did. This is Raw. The we talked about the, it. Was the, it March, April, sometime early in the year? April, April, I think. Because I went to it the same night you guys went to Ghost in the Shell. So whenever Ghost in the Shell. So that was March. That was March. Yep. Okay. The French horror cannibal movie. Eh, if I remember correctly, wait, is it actually a cannibal movie? Because I remember Carrie yeah. saying it. Oh, yeah. it was okay. I don't remember. Yeah. They eat people. Wait, what did you remember me saying? What did I, I remember. I rem- <laughs> no, I remember me saying maybe getting a different interpretation from the trailer. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But no, there is definitely a different interpretation from the trailer. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say that. 
I don't remember tra- the trailers super well. But anyways, <laughs> I was I was super... This was one of the movies of the year that I really wanted to see. Oh, right. Because people kept being like, raw, it's so... It's, it's raw. This movie is crazy, man. It's You're raw, going crazy. So. And yeah, this movie's fucking terrifying. <laughs> did it's, you like it? I did. It's one of those movies. It's did a lo- you love it? It's a lot like how George described... Uh, in the corner of the world, where it's one of those movies that you really like, but like in the end of the day, you're like, I could not see that ever again, and I'd be fine. <laughs> At least that's how I feel about this movie, because it's about this uh, girl uh, Justine, correct? I don't remember. Justine, sure. she goes to this veterinary school, and basically part of the hazing ritual at this uh, veterinary school is that they eat meat. Problem is, she's a vegetarian, and she eats meat, and that kind of makes her go down this cycle. That eventually ends with her becoming a cannibal. And it's all about, like, how she's dealing with that. And, like, her mental state and everything. And it's so fucking... God, this movie's disgusting. <laughs> and I, I, it's I don't know like, what you're talking about. And it's one of those, like, slow horror movies where, like, the music amps up real loud. And, like, the tension goes up. Especially the scene... I won't describe what's exactly going on. But when she first eats human meat... Yeah. There's this, the music amps up and it gets super slow and you can see her like, should I do this? I really want to fucking do this. This <laughs> seems really awesome. And then she does it and it's so, like, I can't, cannibal shit really fucks yeah, me up. Yeah, it fucks me up too. And I was not. Babies. Babies. <laughs> I'm not carried, demoralized. <laughs> Wild. Listen, several of my favorite characters are cannibals. <laughs> that says a lot about who you are. That's a horrible person. Well, you know. Again, I think we've talked about it, but you weren't always like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Carrie what used to have something called boundaries. No, oh, I remember, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, you... I used to be, like, really... I didn't like movie gore. Yeah. But now I kind of... And, and, and now I you kinda... recently watched all of the Saw movies and <laughs> laughed at all of them. Yeah, because uh, when we went to see Annabelle, they played that trailer for right. the new Jigsaw, Jigsaw movie. And Greg was like, holy shit, the master of horror is back. Yeah, and Greg talked about how he, he falls asleep. Man, this is, a com- no, this is a complete sidetrack. We'll get this conversation later. Anyways, Ryan. Oh, but I did watch all the Saw movies okay, and, over the course of two days. That sounds really cool. Yeah, okay. Anyways, I could not sleep after watching Raw. Uh, because it's disgusting and the and you think it's over and then the last scene reveal thing like you you don't you don't see anything that's horrible bad but like you understand like it all comes back around and you're just like jesus why oh god Such what does this movie. mean it's Such super good, good. So it's you... so freakishly good but I never want to watch this movie again. <laughs> and I've been spending all month trying to get the imagery of this movie out of my head. So, well, and then you added it to the list. And then so I added we can it to the list. Because I had it on my own personal list of yeah. stuff I watched. And this was like the most recent film. That's what I remember when. Yeah. I'm excited for the end of the year discussions where, where, where Carrie's like, remember that part where the, titula- where the main character, Raw, ate like meat and blood and it was gross? Uh, <laughs> it was gross. Or the end of the year when you finally watch Personal Shopper and Raw and God, we talk about fuck. those movies. It's getting, to the, it's, it's, it's getting to the point now where Ryan's not the only person who fucking loves this movie. Like, slowly, really? slowly but surely, seemingly, like, yo, this movie's fucking Personal dope. Shopper's really good. So, yeah, I, it is. <laughs> One of the best movies ever made. Uh, so <laughs> I, I really need to watch it. Uh, <laughs> Quick question. Uh, this is an A24 joint. So is this up on Amazon Video now? Uh, Raw is not A24. It's not H24. Oh. No. Good time is, though. 
Good times, A24. Oh, so yes, I'll probably get there eventually. Okay. Yeah, I, I rented this on Google Play. Um, I, had, I had a coupon for a 99-cent rental. Well, that's and I was like, should I watch this or one of the other dozen fucking movies? Because like, this is reason. I feel like this might be a conversation starter for me and Carrie. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I started watching The Void, and I did not like it, and I turned it off. Oh, yeah. Same here. I do not like that movie. Yeah. Listen, guys. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> it was Fun. I don't. Uh, now that I've thought about it, I don't like it as much as I did when I first watched it because I watched it near the beginning of the year and there wasn't much at the beginning. You had just gotten out of Bye Bye Man and you were feeling rough. <laughs> it seemed. It felt schlocky I, to me. I, uh, uh, hello, hi, I'm no, Carrie. That's, that's true, what that's I love. True, that's true. <laughs> the fucking, uh, you didn't see the. No, I, you I, I, it off. I, yeah, you I turned it, it off. Yeah, you didn't see all the goop and you didn't see no, the man with the it. axe in his. There no, was the a man with. Oh yeah, he had an axe in his. The, there's a. <laughs> I have to tell you about uh, the reason I like there's a shot in the void that I really, really like. And I was like, why do I like this? And then I watched A Cure for Wellness, and A Cure for Wellness has, like, the exact oh. same shot. And I was like, oh. I think we mentioned this You haven't discussion. seen A Cure for Wellness either. George! Me and Carrie both own it. Oh, man. Anyways, <laughs> that's all the movies we saw in August. Uh, let's talk about September. Let's talk about... It- it's it's good apparently. I'm so. Oh man, this is one of my yeah. most anticipated movies of the I was, year. I have Holy been fucking shit up I and did. down on my feelings for this. I didn't forever. expect Holy it to be good. Fucking shit. Because like when the first trailer came out, I was like, that looks pretty good, and then the. Then the next trailer, I was like, you know what? Actually, Mm-mm. I don't like clowns. I don't like that. And they get they, oh. they've been giving away the they gave away the the fucking uh, the fucking what's the kid's name? Georgie. Georgie. Yes, the Georgie. How uh, could you forget s- your own name? <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> they give they give away the scene with the uh, the storm drain. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, ah, that's kind of a big scene from that. But I mean, thing. that's like the most recognizable scene yeah, from right, the first right, right, one. Right, right. So if people are just like like not in it and they like see that and they're like oh shit i recognize that what's this about and so and the thing that from that scene <gasps> that i'll say is that the actor who's playing pennywise is uh, trying to do his own thing Bill with Scar- it yes Scar- and i think that's I really clear like. the same dude who was in atomic blonde like the the gaunt looking dude that she met up with yeah, when yeah, yeah. the oh. umbrella thing that guy but yeah, you can, I can tell like he is going for a yeah. thing, and which is good because oh I, when I first heard about this movie, I, which like, I appreciate. As, as great as Tim Curry's like performance oh, well, is, yeah. I wouldn't want to see someone do a do Tim you have Curry Prince impression. Albert in a can. Oh, well, you better let the poor guy out. I watched that movie last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like fucking when three I, hours. Well, you know, it when is. I was I was pre-ordering the tickets, and then I was like, wait, Greg, you haven't seen this, have you? And so we watched it. It was fucking. I rewatched it, it, it this year, and I was like, you "It know doesn't what? really hold up." It but does Tim not. Curry holds up. I mean, up. to be fair, I don't think it was ever good. No, 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 no. no. It, it was. It's really only scared to people who bad were. Because it was a TV movie, and it was on, yeah. you know, yeah, ABC. Was... So kids watched it at that age, and it's scary for them because well, that makes fucking sense. Laverne in her easy chair turned it on and saw a clown in the sewer, <laughs> lost her fucking mind. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Someone let him out. No, but yeah. I just recently finished Seth reading Green's this. in that movie. Yeah, he is. He plays young Richie. But I just finished reading the book, and it, I have been on a two-year, almost two-year-plus adventure with this book, because I'm a fucking slow reader. But, so, I read the book, and it's become such a big part of my life, 
So now, uh, now I'm ready. Now you're I'm ready for the movie. Ready. I'm excited. I hope it turns. I'm so excited. Hope, yeah. What uh, got me the most is um, Stephen King, of course, is really highly recommending this movie, which I feel like he doesn't do that a lot. <laughs> At least the Stephen he King recommends his own shit all the time. He this doesn't give on Twitter. The, yeah, the Stephen King fuck. movies I've seen are the one that I at least like. He's again like actually fucked. He that. thinks the TV version of the uh, the, of Shining the Shining is, is better the than the Kubrick version. But you I, know. I don't know when he, I hear I, him and his son talk about that movie, I yeah. see a lot of like genuineness that I don't. I haven't seen from them before, mm-hmm. and that gets me excited well, too. Well, I mean, you especially say... I saw his son, and I don't know his his son very well, but he talked about it like in an interview, and like I don't know the way he talked about the movie, how he compared it to other like horror films, mm-hmm. really like sold me on it in a I'm weird way. So excited! I'm I'm so <laughs> excited. Well, we'll find out in a month. If this movie's bad, I will actually be upset. Yeah. Like, I have. I'll be severe. I'll be movie. severely bummed. Uh, I feel like no matter what, this movie is going to be very successful. Yeah, this movie's going to yeah. fucking kill. People are like, yeah. well, you think they're going to do the part two with the adults? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even if this movie's a shit show, yeah, they will. I. I this I, movie's I, going to kill. Like this yeah. is like the most like. Wait. So we do we wait wait wait. So let me get there. Do we think? Do we think the mo- this movie is just going to end with the kid part? Yeah, they've said oh. that. It's, it's going to yeah, be the kid's story. I, yeah, like it was always huh. intended to be a two-part thing. Right, and because they have it's it, where they go, and, we got to go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mike Hanlon calls everyone. Yeah. Like, it's Mike Hanlon for Barry, and then the oh. camera zooms in. <laughs> yeah. Barry! I thought he imagined that, yeah. I imagined that. <laughs> no, it happens. No, this is all about the kids. And then there's like there's like some domestic abuse in that movie? Yeah, yeah. Beverly, her... Her dad, her dad kind of sleeps with everyone. She, the, yeah, that happens in the, that ha- doesn't happen in the movie, but it, it happens, happens in, in the, the book, book from what I've read. Yeah. yeah, it oh, it happens in the book. I yeah, just I, read the book. I I've can been, tell you all I've been, about I've been, it. I've been, I watched a video essay about the the original script for this movie from 2014, mm-hmm. and it had some of those scenes in it. Nice, and it's no wonder they did not go with that version well, I mean, of the movie. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's always some like borderline kind of like are you sure about that stephen king He's stuff like, in his up. books and like i'm on a tour there's scenes that i thought because like that scene was hyped to fuck for like for me because everyone was like oh the that fucking uh, the the, the, Game kid, the kid orgy in the sewers and i was like oh damn but uh i thought that there were scenes in the book it that were way worse than that scene but that i don't know but the stuff with like beverly's dad well is, yeah scenes, yeah right well yeah, there is some stuff with Beverly's dad. There's stuff with the bullies that's really fucked up, like the bullies' relationships with each other, and it's just there's a lot of shit in this book. And then it takes place in and Maine, have, so it's not what? great. It takes place in Maine, so it's not well, great. You know. And then great. there's a giant turtle, and then it's like, oh my god, what's happening? It. It's a thing. It's coming out. <laughs> so how far do you think this movie will go into that? Dark I don't shit. think. Oh, the dark shit. I don't know. I, I don't thought you were know. asking about the turtle. I was like, I don't think they're including the turtle. Because like the thing about the book that like that stuff is memorable from it, but like again, these are like kid actors, and from what I've yeah. seen, they're all they all look pretty good. Like they'll all be pretty good yeah. in this movie, especially the Stranger Thing kid. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see him in it. Finn something. Finn Whitrock. Whitwork. Whit- yeah. Something like that. Whatever. Something. Anyway, I am so fucking excited for yeah. this movie, dude. I'm very interested in it. Another movie that Carrie's excited about. I'm Mother. not. Mother, you're not. No. Mother what? exclamation mark. It looks so good. Uh, yeah, I love movies that have exclamation marks. I do in the title. not like the actor at all. Do you like Darian Aronofsky? 
What does he do again? Uh, uh, Black Swan, Requiem for a Dream. I like Requiem for a Dream. I, I refuse to watch Black Swan because I've heard what it's about. Uh, I've never seen. I haven't seen either of those. Movies. I haven't seen the anime. I want to. I want to watch the anime that's pretty much uh, ripped. Like that movie's ripped off from. Black yeah. Swan apparently gets into some raw levels of oh, gore. Nice. Uh, from what I've heard. No, not that I remember. I just want to see the movie that like what, what was the fuck is that movie called? Deep Blue or something like that? I don't know. The guy Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue. That's a good movie. I want to watch it real bad, it's but it's very good fucking possible movie. to watch it unless you watch it illegally. <gasps> uh, well, Ryan just com- <laughs> confessed. <laughs> well, look the thing sidetrack but like i've been watching anime that way since i was no like, sure that's how every that's how old. that's how <laughs> i'm can, calling the police like that's like, how even anime though, yeah. like anime is a lot more accessible like you can't watch perfect blue uh, you can't watch perfect blue and you can't watch a lot of other like really classic movies shows are more accessible which is awesome you can't watch millennium actress you nope. can't watch uh, girl left your time for the longest time uh, true yeah anyways so, yeah anime. I'm, I'm too used to watching anime the bad boy way anyways mother I know it was not a great movie. I don't know what to expect from this. Uh, I like Javier Bardem, and mm-hmm. I'm open. I'm certainly uh, I'm interested to see. I'm not, like, over the... I have no feelings. I'm like, I am interested, and I will watch this movie. Um, I, I guess we didn't really explain I don't really know what it's about. It seems like it's... Jennifer Lawrence is married to Javier Bardem, right? Yeah, and they and live in this... Some, some stranger show up. Stranger show up. They... weird. Yeah. Um, that's re- the, the trailers, like, are pretty vague yeah uh it seems almost like Purposeful. uh it seems like almost like darren i'm not gonna kind of like looked over the trailers it feels like right. um but yeah i don't know it's got an exclamation mark in the title and I that's that. interesting <laughs> um, m is middle is lowercase too in the title yeah. the m is lower it's pretty cool it's like mother it's mm-hmm. like is it whoa that's crazy right anyways <laughs> and i wanted to mention that anthony bourdain tweeted about this movie and he said just saw aronofsky's mother it is dark 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 brilliant and will upset the fuck out of people a good poke in the eye to convention so if you follow anthony bourdain for his movie reviews you might remember a few a few weeks ago or whenever baby driver was out he out of nowhere tweeted fuck baby driver <laughs> oh yes that was great that was fucking great so... i think i retweeted that that was great <laughs> i loved that and everyone was like oh, okay i mean yeah it's a very anthony bourdain tweet he's a very yeah so i mean blunt man bourdain's on board i'm I'm ready uh y'all remember the catch in the rye nope the book remember when he hired that i remember when he hired that process that's the only thing anyone fucking remembers about that because it was so weird and like i think that's around time i stopped reading it and started reading the spark notes in class I, I think Ryan, it, bad boy, land. Ryan, bad again. boy. All right. <laughs> I watch anime illegally and don't read my assigned reading. <laughs> Something about a record. Well, I don't know about you guys, but the books in high school, they were bad. Great Gatsby's pretty Frankenstein's great. Yeah, I, did, I did not. When you guys were in Frankenstein, my teacher. <laughs> I didn't read Frankenstein in high school. My uh, teacher let us watch The Lovely Bones. Well, read it, I mean, not watch. And that's a bad book. Fahrenheit 451 is more interesting as a concept than a book, I think. That's true. Uh, I didn't read 18. I never read 18. I never read that either. No, me either. I never read Lord of the Flies. The Crucible. Oh, Crucible's pretty good. I read The Bell Jar in high school. I like that book. I never read Catcher. I read Catcher. Anyways, Catcher the Rye. I never read that one. That's what my name Catching the Rye. Even though that one, I... It sounded cool to me, but my teachers never let me watch it. I already forgot about this movie. What's the name of this movie? Rebel in the Rye. Rebel in the Rye. Rye. What's this Nicholas about? Holt and Jesse. He's back, baby. 
uh, fucking uh, Baby Driver Man. I forgot Kevin his Spacey. name. Kevin Spacey. Angle El Geek. Nope. Long Uh, so this is a movie about JD Salinger. I only put it on here because I wanted to dunk on Catching the Rise. That's really all. We I, did it. That's really all. <laughs> I Fuck I you, classic. This literature. podcast isn't afraid to go there. Uh, movie I am excited about, and I can't believe it's coming out already. Kingsman: The Golden Circle yeah. is that thing that's yeah. coming out. It's the twenty second of. Do you think they can make another good one of those movies? I don't know. Matthew Vaughn has a good track record. He does, but also like you think about like maybe you're going a little too. I feel I'm... like he's really passionate about this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you okay. can tell that from the first one, like he really cared about like the, what he was doing. So like, yeah. He left an X Men deal to do it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the first Kingsman movie worked so well for all of us is because we didn't really expect much from it. And then when we watched it, we were all like, holy shit, that was amazing. But I don't know. At least that's what I felt. I was like, this looks pretty funny. And then when we watched it, it was fucking awesome. So now that we have that experience of being surprised by it, now we're just expecting that same level. And we're expecting like a, re- a retread but... of like the free bird scene. Or... <laughs> that so scene's fucking, fucking incredible. That song yeah, plays all the time scene. at my work. And whenever I'm working with someone, I'm like, I can't think, I can't listen to this song without thinking about that scene from Kingsman. And if they haven't seen Kingsman, I get to explain that scene. From well, Kingsman. you see, if you've ever been to a church before, <laughs> <laughs> but imagine yeah, the opposite thing you'd expect to happen. To I hope it's good. I, I want it to be good. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's good. It's got uh, Jane Tatum. Tatum in it. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Julianne Moore. Yeah. Halle Berry. Halle yeah. Berry. Halle Berry. She's okay. I don't know. She's she's alright. Jeff Bridges know. again because I really like him. Anyways, uh, oh Taron Egerton. Oh he's well, fucking yeah. Phenomenal. Well, yeah. yeah. And Colin Firth is back, baby. Yeah. Somehow, I, he's like, oh, I didn't die or something, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Legos. We've all played with them at some point. But yeah. We, but do we like ninjas? Uh, <laughs> what am I getting out of this? The Lego Ninjago movie. <laughs> Whoa. Masters of Spinjitzu? Ma- that is the subtitle for the TV show. Yeah, I know. But I assume, I assume that was also their title, that they're still Masters of Spinjitzu. I don't, we don't know if they're still Masters. Okay. No or matter. maybe this is when they get become Masters. Or, I don't know. I don't know. We I, saw, I saw the trailer. For, we saw the trailer for this with Batman movie. I didn't think it looked terrible, but also it seems awful. I feel like... The concept of the Ninjago <laughs> seems terrible. Because Ninjago was like their next big thing. Yes. And, like OG property. And like I didn't care about Lego stuff at that point because yeah. like I got... Where's my Bionicle movie? Yeah. I've seen the Bionicle movies and I've seen like it can only get so bad. And that's about the end of it. <laughs> so, but like, I don't know. I like the trailer for this. Yeah, but... The trailer, like it, it has very good like comedic timing to it. And that makes me somewhat interested in it, but it's also like, I don't care about Ninjago. Like, I care about Legos in general. That's what makes the Lego movie fun. And then I care about comic books. That's what made the Lego Batman movie fun. Yeah, it's like, do I care about this fictional breed of ninjas? But I guess, yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't know. I don't think we're going to watch this. I feel like this is the this, most like, directed for... Yeah. Cause, like, the Lego I think this movie... is specifically marketed at a subset that's not <laughs> as big. Because the Lego movie is the like the biggest is, net you is can like think of. Everyone yeah. and then Batman movie like, oh, like, a little bit had more. that same it's net, but Batman. also comic book fans and could, like, like get into y'all that. like Ninjago. What? What is that? <laughs> you mean Ninja? No, Ninjago. <laughs> Kids, where are you going? <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, this is the thing. I don't know if it has anything to do with. It's interesting that this is coming out the same year as Lego Batman movie. It is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a red flag. It's like it maybe one. Uh, one of to be fair, be. I didn't like the Lego Batman movie. It to was be. okay. I don't know. It was funny. It was funny. I didn't think it was funny. I don't know. It's just me. Well, you know what, George? You know what, George? <laughs> Friendship over. <laughs> Carry no, I'm going to unfriend you. <laughs> <laughs> Friend request. It's not a sequel or a spinoff. It's its, it's own just, theme. Sure. Carrie, can you tell me about Friend Request? Uh, it looks terrible. And uh, I watched uh, uh, Brad Jones, Cinema Snob, his ah, midnight yes. review of this movie. And apparently... Uh, this came out like a few years ago because he had the DVD of it in the, in the video, and he was like, "I've already seen this movie." That was a good, good impression of Red. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, it's about basically, from what I gleaned from this review, that there's this awkward girl in the college class, and then she doesn't have any friends, and then she adds this one girl, and then that girl, and then she like harasses her the awkward girl harasses the girl who accepts her friend request and then the girl unfriends the awkward girl and then the awkward girl kills herself and then there's like haunting things and like ghost things and they're like it the ghost like hijacks her facebook profile and all of her friends start deleting her and so I remember when I used to watch every shitty horror movie, and at some point I watched. Carrie, you're still fucking. I'm still li- on that train. You're still living this life. I still get dragged into that train with Carrie. No, I saw Wish Upon with my mom. Okay. Well, <laughs> I gave it's you not, a break. It's not my fault you didn't invite me to watch a movie with your mom. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be sure to invite you and my mom to come see Friend Request. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I wanted is to see a movie with you and your mom. It's <laughs> just to try and recreate the magic of her spilling her popcorn during the story. Dude, I would trailer. love that so much. If <laughs> Have I told sp- that story on this podcast when uh what when uh the movie Orphan was in theaters? I so wanted like to 2009? see it, something like that. Uh I wanted to see it so bad and I would not shut up about it. And then uh one day my mom was like, Carrie, do you want to go see G-Force? That guinea pig movie? <laughs> and I was like, sure. And then, then we walk up to the ticket thing, and my mom was like, two tickets for Orphan, please. And I was like, oh, yes! And so we, were watch- we sat down, and we were going to watch Orphan. And a trailer for Sorority Row comes on. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, uh, and the part in the trailer where they're in the... They're in the dump, and the girl is pretending to be dead, and they're like, oh, we have to find stuff to cut her up and throw her, hide her body parts, and they're walking away, and the two girls are like, when are we going to tell him that she... And then the guy drives a tire iron through the girl's sternum, and when that happens, there's like a loud sting or something. He's like, boom! My mom was like, Wah! And like threw her popcorn and dropped it all over the crowd, and I was like, mom, that was just a trailer! Because my mom does not do horror movies. Sorority Row, the only thing I remember about that movie is that at least it was rated R when it came out. Yeah. It was a remake of, and it seemed sort of in that spirit, but it probably wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. Anyways, anyway. another movie that I don't know nothing about, Flatliners, is a good Flat- name for a movie. Uh, Flatliners is It's got a, Ellen Page? It's got Ellen Page in it, which is why I was at first interested in it. Right. Because I really like Ellen Page. Uh, Let me tell you about this, the video game Beyond Two Souls. I've been, I've still been wanting to play that for oh, some reason. Oh. I don't know why, but it's is that a, the one with the the 
the Native American scene with the be- oh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's boy. a there's a big angry cloud. <laughs> oh whoa. Anyways, Flatliners is a remake of a 1999 uh, horror film from that's how the I know. 90s. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Wasn't well received. Oh. No. So you would think. First, why make it? No, it's a... like a schlocky one, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, so Hold on. it's all about why remake it. Is it going to be better? And then I saw the trailer, and eh, okay. I've only seen the trailer once, and all I remember about the trailer is you being like, this trailer! Anyways, the, the plot from the trailer is Ellen Page and her friends, college buddies, I think they're in like a futuristic world, kind of, and they perform this experiment where basically they... Stop their hearts and then they oh, restart them. Yeah. And while they're dead, they're able to see the afterlife. And then when they come yeah. back from life, they have this new uh, outlook on life and they're like smarter and stronger. It sounds like the Lazarus Project. Yeah, I was just going to say it sounds like the Lazarus effect. I saw that movie. Ugh. Uh, Anyways, these people are smarter and stronger. Like, this is the best thing ever. And they're having fun partying, teenagers. Woo! I'm sure I'm shouting my name out from the from the from the top of the car, the the top window. I'm Woo! Ellen Page. Woo! Woo! I'm a lesbian. Woo! Not in this movie though. <laughs> Anyways, but then creepy stuff starts happening, and they're being hunted by ghosts. Or if something. anything, I, I think I'm more interested in the original now. Than <laughs> I remember it sounding interesting. Uh, and yeah, it's a horror movie. It's a horror sci-fi movie, which there's not a lot of those. There's because... not a lot of horror movies at all this year, I feel. At least nothing good. Oh, I've seen too many. Well, we got Jigsaw coming. We, uh, got... <laughs> we can have a Saw conversation after this. We, we should can. play the Saw video games. No, They're... you should not. I have. Have you? I played the first one. No. Not good at all. No. Anyways. Flatliners. See it? It's your choice. <laughs> With that, we didn't talk about 9-11, the Charlie Sheen 9-11 movie. But with that, that is the movies that are coming out in September. I hope Kingsman is all right. I mix, I fuck it. it. it, 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 it. deliver. That's the only thing. I think that will, that has the distinction of maybe being the most disappointing movie of the year if it's bad. It will be. I will be destroyed uh. if that movie's bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm setting myself up for failure. Yeah, I'm gonna quit the podcast if it is bad. <laughs> With that, that is an episode of Movies Are Real. Thank you so much for listening uh, and for sticking with us. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you can review us on iTunes. That always helps. Everyone asks you to do it because it helps with visibility. Um, I don't think I have any other fucking housekeeping things. Ryan, where can people follow you on Twitter? They can follow me at FryingPans. Mm-hmm. I make tweets yeah you do do that's that. the content i'm up for so if you're into that carrie where can people find you on twitter you find me at car underscore eliles carrie change your at no <laughs> I, I tweet about brigsby bear yes <laughs> uh and you can follow me at j cruz alvarez 26 until next time thank you so much for listening we will see you in September. Hope well, you guys have now. a good time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>